up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. Yeah, buddy, and I'm Ray. He is the Comic Book Dad. Dude, welcome to the Lair. Do you ever just roll around your house saying, I'm the Comic Book Dad? I would. If, if I would have come up with that, that handle, I don't think I could stop talking about myself as the Comic Book Dad. You know, I did used to joke around a lot with like my older girls dropping them off at school and like, yes. you know, and because uh, they like some of their friends would like listen to our podcast and it didn't last too long because my girls are so embarrassed. So I don't do it. Dude, I have a question for you. I do have a buddy sometimes at work. He'll say he will mention me as the comic book dad, and I get really embarrassed. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> yes. Does he yell it across like the warehouse or something? Hey, comic book dad. And I'm just like, bro, no one wants to hear about comics right here in this setting we're at. Like, get it out of here. Dude, when you get like. You never when, know, though. Yeah. When you get strangers or like uh, this will happen to me. Um like family members who know that I'm into comic books always want to chat with me about comic books. And I'm just like, I just, I'm not just cause I do a podcast doesn't mean I want to chat comics all the time. And most of the time when, when I tell people I'm into comics, it's like, what's your favorite superhero? They just want to talk about capes and masks, which is yeah. cool. Like, you know, I, I get it, but they don't see that there's way more yeah. like stories out there 100%. other than capes and masks and superheroes. I know they, and... they want to ask me my weakest part of my comic book love, like Marvel and DC history and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know any of that. Bro. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah, I was, dude, it was funny because I don't usually pull a lot of like DC and Marvel stuff. And the other day when I put the new um, Batman run on my poll list, even the guy at my shop, he's like, man, I'm surprised you're putting something DC in your poll list. He's like, usually <laughs> you're like, have a, you know, a, um, a selective style. You're pulling all these indies. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I'll do it every once in a while. Yeah. How was your week though, buddy? Bro, I don't know what this cold that I got is, but it just decided it wanted to linger forever. It was beating you up. It just beat me up and laid me out. Laid me out. Like, I just didn't, f I didn't feel terrible. It was just kind of stuck in my lungs. And so I was like, just wanted to sit around all day. But I'm finally better the last two days. So praise be. Dude, we're entering, we're, we are on the cusp of entering the spooky season. Dude, do you like Halloween, you Halloween guy? I think I've asked you this for your Halloween guy. You're a every... candy guy. <laughs> Listen, I love snacks, fatty cakes, candy, cookies. Cookies are my favorite. So I love the season just because I'm just eating. Because you just, it's an excuse just to eat all day. Getting down on, like, if I buy candy any time before Halloween, I got to go back to the store to rebuy another bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I try not to. Um, and, I, dude, I got to eat a lot better. I got some blood work done. Remember, I, I, think, too, I, told you, I, I think I told you I got blood work done recently for the... You got some high blood pressure, bro? Bro, I got cholesterol through the roof. Dude, I got to eat better, too, man. It's got to be like the typical American diet I'm on, bro. <laughs> dude, let me ask you a question. Because uh, this happens to me. Sometimes I, I like, don't think that, like, dude, I'm a year away from 40. Like, I got to start taking this way more serious. Like, when we were in our 20s and we were in the gym every day, we were eating Wendy's and Denny's every night. Dude, like, going to Jack in the Box at, like, 1 a.m. And we were still down. just lean and mean. 
And now I go to J and the B and I get, a, you know, whatever. And I am. You got re- a headache in the morning. I'm regretting it, dude. It just beats me up. Yeah, dude. So oh. I got to, I got to change some things for sure. Uh, definitely different. I mean, I eat pretty decent, but I do like fatty cakes, like cookie, yeah. you know, like not good pizza, yeah. typical, you know, I don't know. Go on. What else are you eating all the time? Dude, bro? I'm eating all kinds of, I've been pretty good lately. I will say like, I've been trying to mix it up. Yeah. I've been eating like wraps and salads and look at you, dude. I got eating lower, wraps. And I mean, I'm not in like, a, I'm not like super unhealthy. Like I'm still at a good weight and you know, for yeah, my yeah. height and, and dude, um, I'll always remember, sorry to cut you off. One time I went to the doctor and I like, don't ever really go. Cause you know, my weird hypochondria. Yeah. Uh, but I had to go and she's looking at me and she pokes my belly and she's like, you got to lose some weight. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, lady. She laid it on the line. That was when I had Kaiser. They didn't care about their patients. They're just no. like, you're just another random face. I'm going to tell you straight. You are Chubb, son. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, spooky season right around the corner. That's the only reason I like it. Just because, you know, all the goodies, like, you know, as, as soon. Are you a pumpkin spice guy? Are you eating anything and like no, drinking no. pumpkin spice? Me neither. I'm not a big pumpkin spice guy. Like, that's the only thing I'm not like. Everybody's yeah. all super stoked to hit the coffee shop and get one of them. And I'm just like, I do love deal. me some pumpkin pie, though. Pumpkin pie? No, I'm all about pumpkin bread. I can take down some Yeah, pumpkin yeah. Like bread. a pumpkin loaf, even. Like Dude. a pumpkin roll loaf thing. Yeah, big old pumpkin cookies, anything like that. Ooh, but as far as like cookie. drinks, I'm not a big fan of any pumpkin drinks. Yeah, me neither. If I go to Starbucks or something, I keep it simple. Give me a coffee. Dude, I went to Trader Jay's today. And they have pumpkin everything, dude. dude. Pumpkin chips, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin drink. I'm just like, dude, get my wife's like throwing pumpkin stuff in the car. And I'm like, get it out of here. Dude. Unless you're making homemade pumpkin bread, get it out. Yeah. Couldn't deal with it. You got to do a homemade pumpkin loaf. I could try. Oh, dude, I've been baking bread like a beast this past week. How are the biscuits? Are they still coming out good? Dude, I'm doing biscuits weekly. That's my weekly normal. Like a biscuit. I, I do a batch of biscuits every Saturday morning. And um, I did, I made a bunch of breakfast sandwiches because my, my, like my two older girls, they're like running out the door for school, you know, like they got to yeah, do yeah. all their, you know, it's not like you and I, we can just throw a hat on or my, you know, the boys would just go. So I made these, I made my homemade biscuits and then I made like, um, basically like it looks like a McGriddle. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I froze a bunch of them and then we, I just let them heat them up on their way out in there. Dude, they turned out money. Are you a fan of apple butter? I could do some apple butter. Dude, I love apple butter on biscuits, dude. Like Lucille's Barbecue, bro. Mm. <laughs> Where Get is that out. place at? Lucille's? Yeah. They're like a chain, bro. They're that everywhere. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, let me ask you this. Ask. Let's get off the topic of food because we'll go there all day. What do you think about Damian Lillard going to the Bucks? I don't know, man. What are you thinking about that? I think it's what the Bucks needed, to be honest with you. Giannis and Lillard, I don't know, man. Get out of here. It could be pretty crazy. Yeah. And then the the Suns were involved in that trade, too. They sent their big man, DeAndre Ayton, over oh, to Oh, they've been looking to get rid of him for a clip now. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited for basketball season. That's starting up this month, I think. I think it can't starts at the end of October. Yeah, I can't wait, dude. So I'm ready for it. But other than that, I had a pretty good week. Dude, I will tell you this. Um, the shot that I got in my back, it is kicked in. I've been feeling pretty good. 
Dude, that and is here, great. News. I'll tell you this thing though. Here's the scary thing. Like my pain has gone away. That's actually kind of scary to me because I could still feel like something is wrong with my back. Uh-huh. Like there's certain movements and things I do that my body is like telling me something, like sending me sensors to my brain. And, and, and it's not saying like, hey, that's painful, but it's saying like, dude, something's wrong still. Right. But since I'm not feeling it, I'm going, I'm just going. pickleball on it all day. <laughs> dude, I'm ready. I'm ready to get out there and play pickleball. But like, I'm just doing everything I was doing before. And in my brain, I'm like, dude, this is radical. I'm just, you know, back to normal. But then, like, I start coming back to reality, and I'm like, dude, as soon as this bad boy wears off, right, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be in a worse spot than I am now. mm. So I'm a little nervous. I don't know. I gotta still take it easy. But um, after you know three and a half months of being in pain, it feels nice to just almost be normal-ish. You know. Yeah, bro. So pretty stoked on that, but I'm a little nervous to be 100 percent honest. Yeah, well, I'm glad it kicked in because it wasn't kicking in right away, and you were pretty. No, yeah, it didn't. It took like almost almost a week, I would say, to finally like yeah. get some good results. But I'm loving it. I'll tell you that much. Right on, buddy. I'm stoked for you, man. What do you say we start hanging in the lair and getting some old books? Let's do it, man. What do you What do you want to get into first, dude? I want to talk to you about Wild's End. Number oh yeah, four. yeah. Issue four. There's two more issues after this, man. Um, I love it, and we got a new character. Uh, dude, in this the issue, best right character. Right at the end, dude. He's awesome, dude. It was the coolest turn page. Uh, page turn page. Turn page, baby. <laughs> coolest turn page ever. Coolest page turn. <laughs> <laughs> we are crushing it. Um. Anyways, yeah. I was stoked. So they're they're on their way. Basically, what's happened is these aliens they've taken over the town. Not only have they taken over the town, but now like some of their friends that used to just like look like like they were just in like a trance almost, like kind of like yeah, zombies, yeah. but like doing. But now they're down in this now they're quarry. dying. Yeah, because they're drowning, and so they're like, dude, we got to figure something out, dude. They don't need to be. They don't need their buddies drowning down in there, dude. <laughs> So their their original idea went sideways. We won't get too much into that. But then they were like, uh, they go back and the uh, the grandson, he's like, dude, I know where we can get some explosives. My old friend lives in the woods. He's like this ex like military dude lives out in the just in the country. Like wants to be left alone. Yeah. And they finally get out there. He answers the door and he's like, dude, this is the raddest looking character, bro. A little old bulldog. Just a boss. I'm stoked to see what he does. Like, cause you know, he, you know, he's a prepper. Like he just uh-huh. reminds me of like yeah. a crazy prepper. He's probably got a, like a, a basement full of ammo and like canned food or something, dude. He's ready to roll. Dude. Just look at him, dude. I freaking love it so much. He's got all those sailor tats. I think dude, the, the characterization, I think I posted it on my Instagram, but the characterization in this um, story is incredible. I love mm-hmm. the characters, man. They're so rad. Even the way that their dialogue back and forth to each other is like perfect. Like, I just want to go to England now and roll around over there and start chatting like them. Yeah. It's pretty rad. But even the, what, the, do you have it in front of you at all? No, negative. Dude, I don't know if you remember it, but what the uh, the bulldog says 
and that like English sort of accent was so funny, bro. What does he say? I can't remember. I can't say it on the show. Oh, is he swearing? He's swearing, he's saying, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I remember but the now. way he says it's so funny. Yeah, he's rad, dude. And I think he's like blind or isn't is he blind yeah, or something he's like blind. that? Yeah. So when he comes out with his shotgun, he's not even pointing it at him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's such a it's a fun story, man. It's been a cool read, something that I didn't yeah. expect. I just picked up, you know, just saw it. I thought it was cool and uh, I'm really enjoying it, man. Me too, dude. Do you think that the I mean, where you, you think they're going to so they're going to try to blow up the the thing that the aliens are building, right? Yeah, they're trying well, to take out that big structure whatever they're building. Yeah, I just wonder how it's going to go down. I don't I don't. I think they they have mentioned the light tower a few times. Yeah, they're gonna try so, to relight it. Yeah, so something's gonna go down with that. Uh, it, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, like I said, I think there's two more issues. I think there's six total. Yeah. Um, but I like it, man. If Love I the was, artwork, dude. I would have. If I was him, I would have just got back on my boat and left, bro. I would have been like, just I'm, live out there in the boat. I'm dipping. I'm gonna go find some tropical island and just. I'm sure there's one out there that's not occupied. And I'm just, yeah. I dip. I love all the characters, man. Oh, dude, me too. Love them. I love, I love the scene here where uh, Skipper is that what they call him? The old Skip, the captain guy. Yeah, uh, they call where him Cap. Don't yeah. they call him Cap? Uh, something like that. And they're he's giving him a hard time because he's like, "You think I never hear you, but I know what you say about me." Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a cool moment for him. I thought to kind of stick it to him a little. Dude, were you nervous when the badger got his leg stuck? Though I thought the badger was done. I thought I for sure thought he was going uh, getting taken out. What a tense moment, dude! All those freaking little tiny bots that lit up. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he did make me a little nervy. Yeah, I love it, dude. Yeah, it's a fun story. It's a, definitely a cool world. Um, I think the creative team is doing a great job with it, and um, I can't wait to see how it ends. We got to dive into those earlier volumes. Dude, I def- I think there's like three other ones. Yeah, um, there is, yeah. Yeah, because I wonder if we're missing anything. I wonder if they're like same, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't Cause know. Because on these other ones, like I still see like the lampposts and stuff. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I wonder if it's like same universe, like different areas or something. Like, yeah. Hmm. So even this one, like this one is from, this one is Wild End's First Light. And I, I see like Jeff Jeff Lemire's like making comments on it. You know I'm in. You're in then. Yep. So we'll have to check it out. But they look. I mean, this one has been super fun. So I wonder. I wonder if there's like anything though from the, like the previous ones that we're missing out on because we yeah. haven't read them. You know. Yeah. So it'd be cool to go back and check them. Yeah. I'd also be interested if anybody listening's ever ever read these uh, before. Drop us a note or jump into our Discord and let us know about them. Boom! 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 Dude, let's chat about this other one that um, I think was one of my probably probably my favorite read this week, dude. Um, Dark Horse comic, you know which one I'm talking about, dude. This ending was just blew my mind, dude. Hold on, real quick, check this out though. I didn't notice this until I noticed this. Uh, so we're talking about. Lonesome. I didn't notice this until I noticed this. <laughs> What I was trying to say, dude, is I didn't notice it until I saw on Tyler Crook's Instagram, I think, he posted about it. 
But we're talking about Lonesome Hunters, Wolf Child, issue number three. <laughs> oh, that is rad. So when you open it up, it's like a continuation yeah. from the front to the back. It's pretty I love neat. those silhouettes. Yeah. Anyways, Lonesome Hunters, Wolf Child. Tell us what else you noticed. This is what I noticed, dude. I love this story, though, man. I love Lupe and Howard's relationship. Yeah. Um, It's so cool to see, like, two characters that, like polar opposites are now you know like best buddies or it's just a, like a testament to loneliness and finding somebody who you can share something with you know yeah yeah and just both with their backgrounds and getting to find out more about uh howard's uh, oh, background yeah here, dude. the opening just, yeah the opening couple pages was pretty crazy and you feel bad for him dude oh dude 100 percent. like Gosh. and the characters like Almost anybody can relate with the characters. Like we've all had crazy stuff happen in our like yeah. you know, and and um so yeah, you get some backstory on Howard and kinda like I love the black and white dude and the art here, you how it's with that throwback, especially that that opening kind of double page with the the credits where Howard's sitting at his desk with the fireplace. Oh, I dude. mean just phenomenal work, dude. Yeah, his artwork is fantastic. I mean I'm not trying to be crazy here, but like I could just imagine even the amount of time it took him to work on the paintings that are hanging up in that room. Oh. Like if it were me, I would have just put some scribbles, bro. Yeah, you didn't have to get detailed on them. Well, you could see like the church, uh, the crucifixion, and then like uh, some sort of sea or port up there. Like just wild, dude. Love it. Yeah. Dude, I've been, uh, I've watched some of his videos. I think he has a YouTube channel. Yeah, he posts those like live drawings. Dude. Some of his art, I'm just one day I'm gonna save up enough to buy a piece and have it hanging around. Like, I want to save up enough to have him do a commission, dude. Dude, it would be like, it would be one that I even like. Some of his stuff he has, like, if I bought it and I like, hung it up, my wife wouldn't know it was like from a comic book. She'd be like, know, "Oh, that's yeah. a pretty cool piece of art," you know uh -huh, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so I could sneak it around the house, like put it above <laughs> the fireplace or something, and no one would no even one know. No one knows except yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just killer stuff, but yeah, dude, the, the, the opening couple pages is pretty cool. You get some backstory on Howard and kind of, I think gives us more like details of why he is the way he is right mm -hmm. now. Um, yeah. what'd you think of the three dudes that are from the church that are hunting him down? Say that, dude. I love that scene, dude. The I one dude loved it. who's like, I can't, I don't know if they've even said their names of these three no. characters anywhere. They might've in, in an earlier issue. But um, he's just like the skeptical one. He's like, what if like, yeah. and I love him too, man. The, and the and, other guy's just like a jerk. And he's like, uh, why are you even like, don't ask these questions. Like, mm -hmm. and we've all come across those typical people that they're just like, so set. Like, you don't ask any questions. Like, I yeah. believe in this and this is how it is. And this dude's like, well, wait a second. Like, I love it. He's just like, I don't know. I just don't get it. Yeah. He's like, what's the, what was the deal? Yeah. So pretty cool, man. Um, but dude, really quick, and he's like, "And what are we even gonna do with this sword once we get it back?" And the like, the jerk guy is just, "Dude, yeah." <laughs> I love the dialogue, man. Uh, I I have a feeling when they finally get to where how because I think there's only four issues, right? Are, are they all four? I'm pretty sure the next one ends the arc. Yeah. So when they get there, I, I think he might. I think he might help Howard out. I think so. I'm thinking. Huh. That'd be neat. 
Yeah, it would be pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I'd like that, actually. That'd be cool. So I just love it, man. There's still so many, like, intriguing and mysterious parts of, like, Howard and even, like, what he said here that the skeptical dude's like, what's he even been doing with the sword this whole time? You know, like, when we, if you remember from volume one, like, he kept it locked away in some sort of magical case. Like, yeah, he wasn't out there abusing the sword. So pretty nuts. But, dude, you get to learn more about the sword in this one, too. Dude, so the sword, basically, uh, we we learn how old, actually, Howard is. So from wielding the sword and having the sword, it almost grants him, I don't want to say he's immortal, but... But it, like, heals him and restores him and keeps yeah. him young. Yeah. More well, or less. Yes. I mean, so, younger than he would be. Oh, like, yeah, it, 100%. It's slowing the yeah, aging yeah, yeah, process. Yeah. So he's, he's like 120-some years old. I, th- I think he's 127, 126, something like that. So he's ancient. Mm-hmm. And Lupe is like, you got to be messing with me, you know? And, and I so love the, her response, though, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. She doesn't, like, she doesn't give him a hard time. She's just like, wow, that's wild. Because they're so close now, she trusts him, you know? Yeah. And... um so it's cool to see we get a little like more explanation with the sword is how basically they're walking because Lupe they're walking through the woods because Lupe knows there's that wolf out there and that the, yeah. the kid and so she's they're going to try to help him and at the same time they're getting let's followed try by not the, to spoil the ending ending though yeah yeah no 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 so they're getting followed by the townsfolk because the townsfolk think something's fishy going on but then you got another guy that in that group that's also skeptical. I know. I love all these skeptical dudes in this story, man. Yeah, dude. And so I loved him, too. I thought that was cool. And, um, dude, I thought some of the scenes when they actually find the wolf and the Mm -hmm. wolf child out there were incredible. I thought the art was fantastic. I thought the ending was fantastic. I didn't see that coming at all. No, dude. And Lupe's quick thinking. Yes, exactly. Just after that conversation. Oh, I think I know what to do. Yep. And so um, it was rad, dude. I think it's going to go down next because you're going to have, I, I, I don't want to say too much, but mm-hmm. you're going to have everybody conversion, I think. Convert, converging? You're going to have everybody converging. Converging. Yep, I got it and right. And they're all going to be noticing things that they didn't notice until they noticed them. Yeah, they're not going to be noticing them until they notice. And there's going to be a turn page. There's going um, but just fantastic, man. I love it. I can't wait for issue number four. I think it comes out, I want to say late October, I think. Yeah. So, um, I love it. I love Dude. everything about it. Me too. I love Howard's response at the end to the strangers. Dude, and the magpie shows back up. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk to you yes. about. What'd you think when you saw it? I was stoked because we I was were, so pumped. I remember when we first read issue one of this um, arc, we were questioning, like, dude, you can't, like, are you serious? Yeah. And we, I won't really spoil what happened with yeah, the magpie yeah. in this issue, but um, we talked about it and we were uh-huh. very curious on what was going to happen because they, you know, they basically let it out, gave it a, a trinket or something. I can't remember what they gave it. Didn't they give it something? They gave it a, I think, yeah, Lupe gave it something. Yeah. I think As it was like wearing a gift it, or wasn't something. It? Yeah, like that a gift. That little necklace that it had on. But um, really cool. I, I liked it. I liked I liked the magpie. So, Me too. Um, did you know what's funny? Is like, <laughs> I, 
I don't even know if I have magpies in my area, but I had these little black birds rolling around all over the place. And I just assume they're magpies. And every time I see one, dude, like, I'm just like, guard your treasure. Get out of here, you little turds. Like, yeah. even my son, dude, like, we woke up this morning and he looked out the front window before school and he's like, Dad, there's a bird on your car. And I was like, let me see. And I look out and it was a little black bird, dude, a little magpie probably. I'm not a bird expert, but that's what I'm assuming it was. And so I told my son, I said, dude, get your little sword, dude, and go chase it out of here. Yeah. So he puts on his little cross. He's and, Howard. Dude, yes. He grabbed his little ninja sword he has. I think he's I think he's gonna be a ninja turtle now for Halloween. Oh, right. And on. dude, just ran out the front door yelling, screaming, swinging his sword everywhere, and that little birdie flew off, dude. It was hilarious. Dude, that is rad. I love that story, dude. I love this one too, man. What a cool story, bro. I think that might have been my favorite one of the week. Yeah, it's up there for sure. I can't think of one that tops it, but I did read some pretty good ones this week. Oh, I did read um, New Burn issue 11. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chip Z, Jacob Phillips from Image. Um, I will say pretty dang close to one of my favorites of the week as well. Um, dude, New, New Burn's in some trouble. Is he actually, you think he's going to actually get in trouble or is he going to I don't know. It? He's so smart and so intelligent, but now he has so many people that like want him gone. It might happen. Like it, it's looking that way. I don't know what he's going to do mm. to get out of it, but like, it's crazy because his, his ex-partner, I don't know if you remember volume one at all. He, cause he used to be a cop, right? Yeah. And he would. For he would basically like kind of like a quid pro quo thing with his ex partner. Like she would give him information, he would help solve these crimes for these crime families, and then in turn, he would give her like little fish to bust and like to make her look good as a police officer kind of thing. Well, now she's even like almost like double crossing him, I'll say. And you don't want to double cross Newburn, like even she knows, like at the end of this issue, after she realizes what she probably did. She's like trying to skip town because she doesn't want to be on Newburn's bad side because she knows mm. it won't end well for her. But I, I will say Newburn is incredibly intelligent. Like with like he's he's almost like two steps ahead of everyone. Yeah. Like FBI's getting involved now. All these crime families don't really like him. There's a reporter that is on his case, and she's almost as smart as him, I would say. And like I think she's been there since even volume one. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but she's like uncovering all this stuff um, and like interviewing people that he's put in prison and like finding out the truth. So now she's going to try to expose him and um, it's nuts, dude. I love it. The artwork continues to be fantastic. Um, I don't know how many issues this run is. I think the first one was like eight issues, which was pretty long for for one arc. So mm -hmm. I don't know if this one's going to be the same, but um, it, it just continues to be fantastic, dude. I can't, I'm going to pick up the trade when it comes out for sure. And the artwork too. It's just, dude, it's another thing they do that I think is really cool in this is like, so Emily is the girl from uh, the first volume that he kind of like takes under his wing, you know, that might replace him eventually. Mm -hmm. But she has like, as you read through it, there'll be like a, um, like a page from oh, her, yeah, journal. her journal. Yeah. And I remember dude, that. I just like seeing stuff like from her point of view, like breaking down and like what she's thinking. And like, 
because she can't tell Newburn all this stuff, you know, so she's got to keep it all to herself and yeah. then she'll just jot it all down. And so it's pretty cool to see that um, thrown in there. I think there's like two or three in this issue that um, journal cutouts or whatever. So I, I, I enjoy that. And um, yeah, I can live in this world. This is, it's cool, man. In the first one, in the first volume, there was that crime that he was solving. Is that is he solving anything anymore or is he just kind of on the run in this issue? Yeah, so he has solved some like small stuff, but I think the main thing is is he's trying to still stay out of trouble, like right. trying to dodge all these guys. Because from the 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 volume one plays huge into this volume, because that huge crime that he was like trying to solve in volume one is spilling spilling over into this volume, and he's like dealing with all the ramifications from that and wow. all these different crime families that were affected from it. And so he's, he's almost trying to like settle everything down from that big dust up. Basically right. he's trying to like calm everything down to get everybody to be like, to trust him again and to, to get in control. It kind of seems or feels like to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much control he has. It's almost like all these other people are trying to like get one up on him so they can either, you know, have some dirt on him or get him out. So yeah. It's great, man. You you would enjoy it. Yeah, I love the first volume. And then what else did I read? This? Oh, I read a um, another volume of uh, Criminal. Um, this one, I, volume two is called Lawless, issues six through ten. And better or worse? I would say it's on par. This like the same, and it's so rad because like there's tie-ins from the first one that are like, I had to go back to volume one and like mm. look just to double check. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a character from volume one. And you go back and they tie it in the way he, we- cause they're two separate stories, right? But he weaves it together and characters from the first volume. They're not like big players in this one, but they're there. Right. Like in the background as, as you're following this other new character. And so Again, I thought it was fantastic. The artwork is is super fun. Um, it's uh, Sean Phillips, so you know that John, like that style artwork. Yeah, you know what you're getting. Um, yep, you know what you're getting into. The main character is rad. He's like trying to solve a. Basically, his um, his brother was killed, and he's uh, his brother used to run with a bunch of um, like this group of thieves pretty much and so he's trying to figure out what he was killed for and um so he has to like make up this huge story basically to come in uh because he's like a driver and um uh the crew his brother used to work with um had a driver but he had to get rid of him and then now he had to like create all these all this like background this history get credentials so he can like get in with his old crew to figure out why he was killed and uh the way it's written is really rad and like i said the way they weave in other characters from the first volume is is pretty cool and you find i don't know if i want to spoil it for you I, i won't say anymore but you find out like some characters because remember how i told you in volume one like don't get attached to any characters because they're just like everybody's dying yeah well you find some stuff out when you get into volume two some stuff from volume one that you're like you're just pumped oh i gotta read them now yeah dude they're they're fantastic so though like this is my go-to right now when i'm just like when i have downtime i'm like dude i'm just gonna blaze through these and and just and read them because they're they're so good like you can just 
I don't know. I love them. I, I love the art and um, that whole style. I think is one of my. Are favorites they like right now. southern or westerny, or is it just different time settings? Or I wouldn't say westerny. It reminds me of almost like I don't want to say like mobster, mm. but almost like something like that. But not as a big level as like El Pacino mobster you would think. Right, but like yeah, yeah. like like that style, like in the city, and um, you know. Like they have a a place to hang out where that's just like where all the bad guys are, you know, hang would hang out. Um, so I would say more of that vibe than anything. Right on. But um, I love it, and that's one like like I said, if you have if you have downtime and like it's it's easy read and um just solid all around all around solid. It'd be cool to get like. I'll search these out one of these days and get them on the shelf. <laughs> Don't say it. I'm gonna, just I'm, keep, gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna just keep dropping hands. Like it'd be cool to have this one on my shelf. <laughs> I get a package in the mail in a week. <laughs> <laughs> so super good. Um, and I think that's all I got to do. If you this had week. to choose between Newburn or a criminal series, what would you what would you recommend? Hmm. They're very similar, I will say. That's what I was kind of... It seemed like maybe they were a little similar. Yeah, they're similar. Um, Like, if you're looking to... I would say... I guess it depends what you're looking to get into. If you just want something to read and be, like, done, like, hey, I can read this over the, you know, like, Sunday morning or something, jump into New Burn because you can catch up and get to where it's at now to keep up with it. But if you're, like, want to get into, like, something that's you can spend a lot of time in, then I would say go start the, the criminal books. Right on buddy. Good answer. Yeah. Thanks man. But, um, I think that was it for me this week. Pretty decent, pretty decent. Dude. Decent. Dude. Decent. Let me hear some of your bangers of the week. Dude. There's a couple of them I want to know about for sure. Well, I'm going to start with one that I was thrilled with. Everything except for the title of, because this is a word salad mouthful. Batman, Catwoman, the Gotham War number one, Red Hood. Like, what are they even thinking with this title, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the same. How like, was it? Uh, it was amazing. I it's when it. I wanted, through, through, I wanted to pick it up. I wasn't going to pick it up because, you know, I subscribed to DC Unlimited, Infinite, whatever the heck they call it. And I get it a month after, but I just couldn't wait. I just had to know. And uh, I'm glad I did because, dude, Red Hood, man. Love Red him? Hood is my jam. Who's the creative team doing it? Matthew Rosenberg. Oh, yeah. I forgot it was Rosenberg. I like yeah. his stuff, too. Dude, so good. Um, Matthew Rosenberg. Oh, I would never be able to say it, man. Give it a rip. Sismesija. Sism- good try. And locusts. <laughs> Dang it. I'm gonna look I'm gonna look to see if I can give it a whirl, but I'm not I can't promise uh, anything. Man, that's tough. Dude, I loved it, man. Cause it kind of picks up kind of just where you would imagine Red Hood would be, man. He's kind of beating some people up, and who do you think he's looking for? Batman? Look, no, man. Joker? Joker. Gotcha. He's still he's still mad. He's looking for the Joker. He wants to repay him for what he's done to him, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh he's tossing this dude around like he's nothing. And he's uh that dude's saved by Catwoman. And so Catwoman joins the show. 
And what she ends up doing is trying to like convince Red Hood to join her in taking down the Joker instead of like his one man mission to do it. Cause he's like, you know, she's like, you need a team to do this. You're not gonna be able to do it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he kind of, kind of convinces Red Hood to come to this meeting. And, uh, anyway, he ends up training these new recruits that Catwoman has. And he is just taking them through the ringer, dude. Walloping them? Just beating them up, man. Like, not holding back one bit. And you're like, you're supposed to be training these guys. And one scene, they're at this bar, and there's this, like, biker gang. And he says, like, here's your last test. And so he says something to this biker gang, which makes them end up, like, beating up the, the two dudes that are training. But because he's, they're like kind of following the Batman code of ethics, they can't hurt, they can't beat these guys up. So no weapons, nothing like that. So he pretty much makes these guys just get beat up. Anyway, but one of the wild things is, is that, um, so after that, they're on a mission on a petty heist to kind of check out their new training, you know, see how it's going. But the Sandman got to one of the trainees, dude. And just smoked him with some fear gas or whatever it is that he uses, you know? And so while he's the out sand, in the... The Sandman? Yeah. Was it the Sandman? Isn't it was, the it sand scare, man? was it Scarecrow? Let me replace this. Because you're 100% right. <laughs> I was uh, like... Sandman? Wait, wait a second. I thought the Sandman was like a... That's Spot, a DC Spider-Man book. all the time. <laughs> That's something, <laughs> something totally different. Anyway, Scarecrow, you're 100% right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hits it with some fear gas. Hey, we're winning today. We are <laughs> winning. And uh, so he's on this mission, but he starts losing his mind and starts taking dudes out. And uh, he runs away. And at the very end, dude, should I spoil it? Let her rip. Let her fly. That dude is like murdered in a room and it says, get your own toys, Red Hood. So he's sitting there with Barbara and Barbara's like, there are traces of fear toxins still present in the air. It was Scarecrow or Sandman, Mm -hmm. depending on who you ask. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait a second, Sandman, that sounds so familiar to me, but... And so she says, Jason, this is bad. And he says, I'm afraid it's about to get much worse. So, dude, I loved it. I want to show you some of the artwork, though. Dude, I'm trying to look at it right now. Some of the cover art is pretty red. Different. Like, look at this. Look at this kind of. Yeah, that artist name, Nicola. I'm just going to say his first name. Check him out, bro. Oh, yeah, that is pretty rad. Dude, he's. Oh, dude. I knew it. Where, I knew where the art's going to get you. Uh-huh. The eyeballs. Yep. Uh, you know I love that. I know it. Why do I love that so much? I don't know, dude. But yeah, I'm just, I, I'm looking for sure. Just so I know it's not the Sandman, but it was Scarecrow, buddy. It's definitely Scarecrow. <laughs> don't have to rub it in, bro. <laughs> you don't have to rub it in. Sorry, dude. Sandman. You just let me go for a minute, too. I You're was like, like I right, was, maybe there's I didn't a Sandman want, character. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'll just give him the benefit of the doubt here. Jeez, never give me the benefit of the doubt. But here you go. Here's Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Scarecrow, he's a wild character, dude. So I loved it, man. I'm super excited to keep up with it. And I'm just super excited for more Red Hood because I like that he's just a little bit more over the top, a little bit more unpredictable than Batman. Yeah, he's a little, uh, what's the word? He mean. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, he he doesn't have that strict of a code as Batman does, as we've seen in, in yeah. other other stuff. So it seems like he is trying to stick to it somewhat, but he doesn't follow it like Batman does. Like, cause yeah. But anyway, I like it a lot, man. Super good, dude. Have you ever read any of the Nightwing stuff? I've heard no, it's really heard it's great, really good. Though. I want to jump into it. I don't. There's so many issues. I, I don't know, like. It would be cool to to go back and, and start at the beginning and check yeah. it out because I heard it's such a cool run. Anyways, sorry. Keep going. That's it on that one, unless you have any other questions. I really liked it. I can't wait to keep up with it. I love Red Hood. The art was great. Cool story setup. I like him and Catwoman pairing up because they're a good pair because they both have that sort of unpredictable yeah. Yeah, nature yeah. to them, you know? At the very end, Barbara did show up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. I wonder if there'll be a will they, won't they between him and her in this one, too. Bro, sorry to interrupt you. I don't know if I'm going to mess up your flow. I don't know if you were going through these a different way, but um, I got to know. And I want you, I mean, you can spoil it for me just because I, I need to know because I think I'm two issues behind still. And I didn't read one of the like uh. one shots. I want to know how Noctera ended. Like I mean, don't spoil like exactly okay, yeah, what goes yeah, down, but just yeah. give me give me like a give me a rundown. How was the ending, and um, what'd you think? How'd it wrap up? I'll say this: it got epic. Like, like Knox shows up, bro. Like the bigger ultimate. than oh, ultimate like the guy that Blacktop is reporting to. Yeah, does he report to this guy? Who? Does Blacktop Bill report to Knox? Yeah, yeah. Knox is the ultimate kind of shade. Oh, dude. Wild battle. And it really just became like a real personal struggle of Emery's. And I'm going to do my best not to spoil it because I know you really want to read this. Um, And it became like a battle between Emery and Blacktop kind of here in the last couple issues, especially if you read the Nemesis special. That's kind of where it focused on was Mm. just... Because Blacktop can get in Emery's mind because Emery is part shaded. Kind of shaded, yeah. 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 And so well, what it's just about this... Val? Because she's all shaded out too now. Yeah, that does he doesn't seem so interested in her. He seems more interested in Emery because Emery is the guy with a plan for how to save it. Interesting. And so he keeps trying to get in Emery's mind. But that's a really interesting point and interesting one. Um, but really quick, do you want to see Knox? Yeah. Because the art was fin- Tony as Dan is T- Tony's doing it right? Yeah, bro, that is red. Um, and so I was I was happy with it. I will say that they mentioned that this isn't the last time we'll be in this world, so maybe we'll get some side stories, some other what did they call them rigs or companies or Sun Dog Convoy, some other convoys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, the uh, the EOS. I wish I could spoil it for you, man. Does but the sun come back? I'm not spoiling it for you, dude. But look at this. Is, Eos, that, a, is that the good guy? That's the good guys, man. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's it's touch and go with them for a little bit. Really? And uh, because they're they're giving, like, the Sundog convoy is giving them a hard time. Like, you've locked yourself away. You haven't been helping. Anyway, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I will say that they end up coming to fight with them. And it's pretty rad at the end, like how it all goes down. What yeah, because they, they didn't stand a chance, I wouldn't think, no. against against Blacktop Bill and all the shades. No, especially when Knox rolls in with that big blob. And another really cool thing is, dude, they're like, 
a minute away from losing the battle. But a bunch of other convoys show up with like these huge light lasers and they just start shooting it at uh, Knox. And it was like That's such cool. a rad moment. And then after that, the other rad moments when the the EOS or whatever they're called, the, the light dudes, uh, join the fight. Bro, speaking of, I, I'm going to get sidetracked here again, but I just want to mention this since we're on the um, on this topic. Tonius Daniel, he's got I a new wait. He's got a new book coming out. I think it comes out end of October called yeah. Edenwood. Can't wait, dude. The art. Oh my gosh, dude. Just looking at some of the covers he's done mm-hmm. and a couple of the pages that he's posted and other people have posted and what everybody's saying about it looks rad. Yeah. So one of the cool things is at the end of this issue, he mentions that Tony S. Daniel had that in the in the books. Dude. Like he was working on it, but he put it on hold to kind of finish this finish this out. Finish this first kind of complete arc of Noctera. So kind of cool of him to do that. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, I definitely need to catch up. I think with the Nemesis issue, I think I have three issues to read of uh, Noctera. So I'm going to show you one thing, and it's going to be super fast, and you're going to have to make up your own mind about what's happening in this panel. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't even see it with the glare. Good. It looked like the light came back, though. I'm not saying nothing. All right. But look at this. Look at this at the end. This is surprising. <laughs> Just show me every panel, dude. <laughs> who's a uh, who's good old Lamry chatting with? Oh, no. Is that... um uh? Gosh, what's her name? Not Val. What's the little girl's name? It is Val. No. Yeah. How is that Val? She's shading back to Norm? You're going to have to read to find out, bro. Bro. All right. I loved it, man. What a cool story. I really like what Scott Snyder does. I think he's just a phenomenal writer. Um, Cool story. I can't wait to see what else they've got going on. Remember, dude, I'm going to jog your memory here. Jog it. I'm going to jog it really hard right now. Remember when we first started this podcast? Nocterra Volume (laughs) 1. Do you remember the day we did that B.O. Oh, no. That's when, so that's when our podcast was so different. Like, we went down, like. Don't even tell people what we did. Anyways, that night, I don't know what happened, but we were up to, like, 4 a.m. recording Noctera, like, multiple times, dude. Like, it was the longest night of my life. (laughs) Got it done, though. Woo! No, we didn't. We didn't even get it done that no. night. We redid it. Yep, the next we had to day. re-record. Yeah, we had to do it again. Do not go back and listen to that. I no. repeat, don't do it. <laughs> Anyways, we came. Leave along. it to us to try to di- dissect a comic book on a podcast panel by panel. Yeah, that was weird. We had a weird. We did some weird things, but hey, it was fun still. Yeah, we found our groove. Um. Anyways, what else you got? Click, click, boom, four, dude. Oh, Freaking yeah. amazing. Love it so much, dude. Our main character is just complete boss. Uh, I will say at the beginning of this issue was a huge shock, a huge surprise, kind of a mind blower that I thought never could have happened. I'm being really careful because I don't want to spoil it just in case because it's really cool. Um, And our main character is just, dude, 
I don't know. I wish you were reading this because I think it's phenomenal. I think it's going to end up being in my top five at the end of this year because it's just Ooh, great, dude. That good, huh? I love it, dude. It's just action packed. It's so clever. Uh, story, like the characters, like I'm so connected to all of them and I'm root for each of them of our like good guys, you know, and the main character just out for revenge for her, her dad fig- figure in her life and. What's Dude, the so run good. looking like? How many issues? I think we got one more. For f- so five altogether. All right. I'll see if I can swoop it. If not, I'll just wait for the trade. Yeah, just wait for the trade at this point. But, bro, it's so good. Phenomenal stuff. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think Ross is reading it. Yeah, and Ross is loving it, too. I don't know who else is reading it. I don't know. Oh, you know who else is? A secondhand primate from our Discord. He's the one. Jason, I believe is his name. That got me into it. He recommended it in our Discord. I picked it up and I was like, bro, you were 100% right. This is going to be. And I, t- I messaged him the other day. I was like, dude, this is in my top five, bro. Dude, there's a scene where she's in a dark room with this bad guy who just thinks that he cannot be defeated. And because she's so freaking good, dude, she's just slanging these like tranquilizers on him until he passes out. And it's just one of the best. I want to see this as a movie, dude. I love it. That good, huh? I really like it, man. All right. I mean, I might be overselling it for some people, but I really dig it. Um, Sprout, I think is her name. She's so freaking cool, dude. What a great uh, hero for the story. Kind of main character. So clever. So much fun. Is that your banger of the week? Definitely my banger of the week, dude. I'm thrilled with that story, man. So shout out to Secondhand Primate uh, for putting that on the old radar. And then um, I got to read Kaya 11. Dude, oh, yeah. This story is picking up and kicking on all cylinders for me right now, dude. Kaya's rescuing Jin. She gets him out of harm's way in this one, gets her arm back, and uh, they kind of set sail into new lands in this one. So we're headed to a, to a new to a new arc and new territory and chin's got some stuff going on with him about being the chosen one but he is doing magic now dude he can turn himself into a little snake and so he's figuring himself out and kaya's got her arm back and they're on a boat dude so i'm thrilled with it i love it the artwork's fantastic dude i got to read the call too and remember how i told you they've like kind of transported into that new world at the end of the first one yeah yeah so on this one they all decide they're going in and bro, so crazy, man. It turns out that what they believe this place is, is like uh, an in-between. So there's like a ton of different worlds. That, and this is kind of the like hub. So oh, like there's okay. all these yeah, different yeah, yeah. rocks that lead there. Anyway, they're in there and they're trying to find one of the main characters, brother still. And uh, just a lot of world building. But what a cool world. Um, the artwork's a little different for me. It seems very um, done digitally, you know, so it's kind of got this plastic feel, but there's parts of it that that I can't help but just be wowed by. Like, it's, it's super cool uh, just how realistic it is, but it's not necessarily my favorite style, but I can appreciate the heck out of it. So and they get to meet some creatures uh, in this world and ah, dude, I got to show you. Let me see. Especially the one right at the end. And you can get a feel for, like, this is kind of what the art looks like. So this is one of the characters. She's 
down on the ground and then she looks up and when I turn the page you'll see what she sees. Okay. But pretty you see clean. how like it's, it's pretty like, clean looking. Yeah, you can get it. Like there's some really like cool things about it, but look at what she ends up seeing. Dude, what kind of creature is that? I know, dude. So interesting. Pretty wild, man. I'm liking it, man. So I'll keep up with it. But you know, you see how I kind of mean like it looks like it's done kind of on a the art's kind of digital, you know? Yeah, yeah. But still takes a lot of talent to do that. It's just not necessarily my style. Look at this cute little dude. So here's another example of like the art. That's her. And look at look at this dude. Where'd it go? Oh, he's like a little little furry guy. Yeah, but they're all sticking together. We'll see. Like uh, like Mad said, I think he nailed that this issue was mostly kind of world building, not a lot of story progress per se. Um, that character got, reminds me of someone out of uh, gosh, what's that book we read by the uh, the was it the Miranda Brothers? Uh, we live. Yeah. Wow, man. That's a heartbreaker. It was Volume one. Topic. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Uh, I got to read something Epic Five. And uh, I was telling Ross this the other day. This one's getting a little too, he- like a little too preachy. And not like religiously, just about his idea about creativity. And uh, the story seems like it's just kind of got this backseat and. I kind of feel like I'm slogging through it more than I'm enjoying it these days. Yeah. I remember when issue one came out uh, and it's kind of been. Because uh, it was such a cool idea. Yeah. Like, I would. I will the say this. Was amazing. Yeah, I will say this. I've fl- I've seen the artwork at my local shop and they the everything about it is fantastic. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'll stick. I'll stick around for it. I think it's almost done, but I'm just not as thrilled with it as I was early on this went a little different direction than you were thinking yeah and dude i got to read another really cool one really quick here i know we're close on time uh this is called kill your darling kill your darlings image comics um i think i saw that too this week did you i'm pretty sure or was it i think it was this week it came out by ethan s parker and griffin sheridan Art by Robert Quinn, John Hill on letters. But bro, wild man about this girl who, uh, it's pretty cool. She's like really, she has like a really active imagination. And in her room, when she plays with all these animals and stuff, like it's almost like it's really happening. You know what I mean? Like in her mind, it's like a movie's happening and her mom plays with her all the time. But her mom's been really busy because I think she's a single mom and she's struggling to pay the bills, right? And so her mom's not been able to play with her as much anymore. And, uh, bro, before she goes, at one night before she goes to bed, she's a little bit surprised because all of a sudden the the world's telling her there's a missing party. Like one of her toys is missing. She's like, what the heck? This never happens. Who's saying this, you know? Anyway, she goes to bed goes to school the next day, comes back to continue playing the game because she's on a search party now, right? But as she's doing it, all of a sudden, she like, she gets like, uh, almost like tranced or hypnotized or 
kind of taken over somehow. And all of a sudden she's in that make-believe world mm. with all her stuffed animals. And when she opens her eyes in there, every single one of her toys has been murdered. Like gnarly, kind of wild, like, um, like massacred. Yes. Thank you. That's a perfect word. Oof. Yep. The art looks really cool. Yeah, it is. And she's freaking out, dude, while she's in there. Like, what the heck? How could this happen? And then uh, as you look, bro, what's happening is that something's going on in real life. Because look at her walking around in a room, almost like she's sleepwalking. Interesting. So it's like crossing over into both worlds. Yeah, dude. But it gets nuts, man, because... At the end, she wakes up outside and her house is on fire and her mom was inside. Mm. So sorry for the spoilers, everybody. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it looks interesting. The art looks really cool. I might have to check that one out. But it's like, what's going on with her? What happened? How, how is this possible? Because kind of starts with almost like a Salem witch trial, like flashback. So you like, how is that involved? What's this weird giant creature she sees that's pure evil in the storybook world when she's there? Uh, what's going to happen with her now that she literally lit her house on fire with her mom inside? And she's sitting there outside with a gas can in her hand. Oh. And all the neighbors are looking at her like, what'd you do? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I like that premise. That one was recommended by our good buddy, Red Optical Core, Ross. So thanks to Ross for a solid recommendation. I might have to check that one out as well. Yeah, man, that was cool. That was it for me. I mean, I got it more, but that's kind of what I'd like to talk about. I did read Saga 66, but I don't have much to say. Just kind of happy Saga's back. Well, good job, dude. You had a good week. Thanks, Pippity Paw. Pippity Paw. Um, you know what I got to watch really quick before we bounce out of here? Tell me. I've been I've been rewatching Loki to prepare for season two. How what is it? A good show. I love I it. I never through watched through. it. I never Tom watched Edelson it. Tom Loki is the bee's knees. I can watch it. I'm gonna watch it again tonight. I love it so much. Uh, it's really good. I really love I'm it. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I heard great things about it. I'm gonna have to check it out. I think it's my favorite of the MCU TV stuff. Yeah. Anyway, brother, anything coming out next week that you're looking forward to? Dude, this week coming out. Thank you. I'll get it right <laughs> one day. No, I think the biggest one um, coming out for me this week is um, Infield Gang. Yeah, Infield Gang Massacre issue number three. I'm still waiting for issue number two, actually. Um, I had a little mishap where for some reason, I don't know if I just forgot to put it on my poll. Or what happened, but I didn't get it. It should be, um, I had to order it. Um, I think they get it tomorrow. So I should have it soon. So we can talk about it and then we can get caught up. But um, I heard the guys over at Pullbox Files chatting about it. And I can't wait to, dude, I can't wait to read it. Yep. Can't wait to read it. So that's definitely um, my top one I'm looking forward to next week for sure. Okay, buddy. I'll tell you, I am excited about that, but it's not my top one. What's your top one? Transformers number one by um, my guy. DW. DWJ. So excited for it, man. I've been seeing it everywhere. It looks rad. Yeah. So that and Sacrificers 3 and Fantastic 412 are kind of the four coming out next week for me. Are you still reading uh, Peacemaker? Try as hard? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, as much as I can when I get a chance. Yeah, that one. What is it? Issue four, three, or four comes out next uh, this week. I should say. Is it five? Is it five? Is it that many? It's six. Six. You're we way off. Way off, bro. <laughs> Couple cool, couple good trades coming out though this week as well. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm stoked for. I think it's an underrated story that deserves more attention. I loved it. Uh, pick it up if you haven't gotten into it yet. I think you'll dig it too. Phantom Road by my guy Jeff Lemire. Super fun, super good. Wild ending for this end of the first volume. It was so. a wild ending. I remember you telling me about it. Yeah, so um stoked about that. And I know uh one I was telling Ross to pick up that I think you you're stoked on too. Oh yeah, uh, local man. Yeah, local man trade. Local man trade. That was a fun story. Uh great read. I thought it was hysterical. I thought the character was really super cool. Uh that whole world was fun. Ross, I think you would like it. Um check it out. You yeah. anyway, make sure you check out one of our favorite people in the comic book space, if not our favorite person, Frank over at coffee and a comic dude's got a rad shop. And, uh, if you enter our coupon code at checkout, the comic book layer, you'll save yourself 15% off while supporting a rad dude and a rad shop doing rad things. So check it out. Check him out on Instagram too. coffee and a comic. He's always posting coffee, coffee and a comic reads. He's always reading good stuff with a good breakdown of what he's reading. Yeah, buddy. Check them out. Get yourself some coffee and some comics. Bro, why don't you tell everybody what we're doing next week? Dude, we are going to get into one called Lost Boy by Dark Horse Comics by Jay Martin. Kind of stoked about this, man. Kind of like just a tale of survival and perseverance. You know what I mean? Kids stuck in the wilderness trying to make it out alive. That's my kind of thing. I kind of like to think if I got stuck in the wilderness, I'd make it alive. I think yeah. I'd be able to survive anything. And I'm kind of excited to talk about this one because uh, I haven't heard a lot of people chit-chatting about it. So it'll be cool to kind of get into one without a lot of previous knowledge on it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I definitely haven't heard about it until um, you told me about it, like right now. And I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Yeah, dude, I picked it up on a whim. I had pre-ordered it, so I'm stoked. I just like that. I like those stories. It was right after we had read that one that you recommended to me on Hoopla about that kid who... Uh, the fl- um, Yeah, I remember. It was recently. We did, like, maybe yeah. three week, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Now I'm interested. I can't remember that. Wasn't it, like, Flower something? Yeah, something about the witch. The Flower Witch? The Flower Witch, maybe that's what it is called. The Flower and the Witch. I'm about to find out for you. I'm going to go back through my history, and we're going to find it. The Flower. It is called The Flower of, of the, the witch. witch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that story, too. Yeah, so I'm excited to, to dive into this and see what, see what we've got going on. Seems like it could be a lot of fun. I'm down. Let's do it. It was nice hanging with you tonight, buddy. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. Because my week was just kind of meh, like today at about 10.30 a.m., I was like, I just wanted to go home because I was looking forward to hanging and chatting comics with you before lunchtime today, bro. That's what I'm talking about, dude. There's weeks that uh, pretty much every week I look forward to this night, uh, but some weeks more than others, and uh, this was one of them. So appreciate you, man. It was good hanging. Appreciate you, brother. How can people keep up with us and all our shenanigans? Dude. 
Definitely uh, subscribe to our show wherever you're jamming your podcast. We'd really appreciate that. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a stranger, tell anybody. Please tell a stranger. Just, uh, yeah. If someone tells along. a stranger, if you tell a stranger, I'll just take you on good faith. If you tell a stranger and you let me know, I'll send you some free comic book layer swag. I had some people at work actually listen to our show for the first time, and they even came up to me and they're like, dude, I'm, I'm listening to one of your shows right now and totally unexpected. So it was pretty cool. That's um, so, uh, yeah, we always appreciate that. New listeners. We love, love meeting new people. So, um, yeah, we appreciate that. Head on over to our Instagram, uh, see what we got coming up. And uh, jump in on our Discord, say hi, let us know what you're reading, send us some recommendations. We always appreciate that. And um, we'd love to chat with you. Anyways, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.